Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of Let's Go Girl podcast and Let's Go Girl Teen Life. If you're new, welcome. I'm so glad that you clicked on this episode. My name is Maria. I'm your host, and we post episodes every Wednesday normally, but I've been doing every other Wednesday lately because of school. School's been crazy, and we're going to talk about school in this episode. But welcome. And today we are going to be talking about college and not even necessarily, well, college, but also these are just overall tips and things that you should be doing in high school or that would be great if you're doing in high school or you should look forward to doing these things in high school because they will help you succeed later and you're going to figure out what I mean by that in just a minute. I am currently a junior in high school and this is kind of when you start the college process, the college application process. If you're a freshman or you're in middle school, you might be like, oh my gosh, that is so soon, especially if you don't have any like older siblings or anyone who you know who went through the college application process. It's extensive and you have to start early and that is what I've learned so far. Obviously, I've not gotten into college yet, so this is not advice for, like, this is how you get into college. This is more preparations I'm doing for college applications, things that I wish I knew going into high school or even, like, like freshman and sophomore year that I wish I knew to start doing that would help me in the college application process or that would help me in the long run for high school. And all of these things kind of build up to look really great on your resume and can help you get into college. So this is kind of my... You could say advice, but it's also kind of my experience, what I've learned from college counselors that I've talked to and worked with, what I've learned from my personal experience, what I've learned from research. So again, I'm not a professional. If you are looking for a professional to help you get into college, you need to talk to a professional college counselor that is, you know, that's their job. But this is just my experience, and maybe this can help in some kind of easy, like, informal way to relay what I've learned to you so that if you're in high school right now, you can get ahead because no one really told me these things till I was a junior, and I wish I would have known them. And there are things that you can do that will really help you succeed in the future, I think. So... That is what we're going to talk about today, kind of tips for prep for college, but also a lot of advice for being really well-rounded in high school, which will later on help you a lot. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Definitely make sure you are subscribed and that you are following us over on Instagram 
there's content over there that you definitely don't want to miss. It's linked down below, but you can also find us at Let's Go Girl Teen Life over there and on Pinterest. Definitely check us out on Pinterest and leave us a rating, a review. I love to look at the ratings and reviews over on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to follow us over there. And then I think that's it. Share this episode. Share, share, share. If you have friends in high school, friends that are getting ready to go into high school next year who are going to be a freshman next year, friends who are already in a high school, send, send, send. Share, share, share this episode with them. I would love that. And yeah, let's get into all of the tips. gonna be like an hour-long episode by any means and I kind of think that's better because there honestly you could go on for hours and hours and hours and hours of specific things that you need to do to get into college or specific things that you should be doing in high school to succeed later and it it just gets so overwhelming you're like oh my god am I doing this enough am I am I prepared for this like I should be thinking about this but I also have like so many hours of homework and I'm doing sports and clubs and theater and friends and all all this stuff like that can be too much so I'm breaking it down into bite-sized like general things if you're gonna do anything these are the top things to look out for to prepare for to you know just kind of keep in the back of your head as you're going through high school or as you're getting ready for high school that can really help you later on first of all volunteer hours I know from my research and from what college counselors have said to me that volunteer hours are a big thing that colleges look at Even if your school does not require volunteer hours, I would personally do some volunteer hours. And if your school does require volunteer hours, I would try to meet those volunteer hours and try to do over the amount of volunteer hours. Do as many volunteer hours as you can. That is shows colleges or jobs Uh, All this can also apply to jobs, to getting a great job, whether that is in high school, out of high school, college, later on. All of this is stuff to put on your resume that you're going to continue to build. And we'll talk about a resume in in a minute. But volunteer hours. It's showing that you have the time commitment to be doing things that are not necessarily for your benefit. You're not getting any, like, material you know, gain from it. You're not getting paid, obviously. You can say that you're, you know, you're getting the experience out of it. Maybe you're forming friendships and connections with the people you work with or the people that you help through your volunteer hours or you're gaining, you know, like connections to people that could maybe help you get a job in the future, things like that. But you are volunteering your time, right? So highly recommend doing volunteer hours. And then on top of the volunteer hours or I guess on top or within the volunteer hours, you might say. It is helpful, I've learned, 
to do your volunteer hours at a consistent place. For example, if your school requires, and I didn't learn this till I was a junior, oh my gosh, did I wish I knew this as a freshman. Apparently, colleges and jobs like to see that you are committed, right? They like to see your commitment through different activities. You can show that you're committed to your service hours by volunteering at one consistent organization. Showing that you're committed to that organization and that you keep coming back to it and you're really making an impact with your volunteer time on that specific organization or with that specific organization, you could say. And this is something I really wish I knew starting freshman year. So highly recommend if you're a freshman, if you're a sophomore, if you're a junior, start right now. Start volunteering. Find a place that you really like to volunteer at, whether that's at a school or you really like tutoring or you really like doing it at like a food bank or a food drive. You really like volunteering at an animal shelter. You really like volunteering, doing beach cleanups or whatever other organization or company, or, you know, like, nonprofit, whatever you work with, stick with them. If you really enjoy it and you think it's benefiting you, stick with that organization and that group and show that you're committed through your volunteer hours because apparently that can really, really help in your college applications. And you can say that through your volunteer hours, you have grown and you've learned a lot about the organization and you've seen it kind of evolve and change and maybe your impact on it. And, you know, you can show your commitment to this one organization and to this one cause if you're helping with like, food scarceness or homelessness or you're helping women or you're helping underprivileged children you can show your commitment to the issue that you are trying to help through your volunteering does that make sense i hope it does another thing under volunteer hours it is great colleges love and and jobs love to see your leadership in things which we'll talk about in a minute as well But an example of leadership in volunteering, in the volunteering space, is starting your own volunteer opportunity for people. For example, starting fundraisers or drives at your school or in your community is a great way to show that you're committed to volunteering and that you're also willing to step up and create something of your own and lead something of your own. So, for example, I started a sock drive at my school. It was basically pretty easy to do this. I got in contact with a local shelter. It's not a it's not a shelter. It's like a I guess you they provide resources and items for people who may not have access to these items or who are homeless, etc. Children who are in the foster care system and they really needed socks. Apparently socks are like the number one item that is really not donated a lot and that is in that people who are homeless or children who are in the foster care system or 
you know, people who don't have access to a lot of items, socks are the number one items that they need. And socks are pretty easy and accessible to get for people to volunteer. You can do children's socks. You can do, you know, adult socks. You can do fun socks. All things like that. I asked people to bring in pairs of brand new socks. We got hundreds of donations, which was so great. I put up flyers around my school and I had several different boxes that people could drop off the socks in different locations throughout the school. So it was really easy, convenient. I just sent out a couple emails to the students. We put it in the like weekly parent newsletter which was a great way to market it. But this is an easy way. Start a drive like that. Pick an issue that you are really interested in helping and start a drive. Again, a really easy way to show that you can step up. Okay, this is one that is probably pretty well known that can help you a lot in college and getting a job, but that is joining a sport or some bigger commitment. What I mean by bigger commitment is something that you are going to have to put a lot of hours in and something that you're going to have to put a lot of effort in, something you're going to have to put a lot of time into. And again, it shows your commitment to the sport or to if you do like theater or if you do singing or instruments or choir or whatever you do, stick with that bigger commitment and try to find it freshman year if you can and stick with it all four years. It really shows your commitment again, the time, the effort, and write down those hours. How many hours a week are you doing this? How many hours a month are you doing it? Do extra tournaments or performances or things outside of your normal like practice hours. Write that down. Keep it in mind so you can really show people like on your resume, how many hours a week am I committed to doing this activity and to being here and practicing and showing up, etc. Just really show like the extent of your commitment. Okay, next. Something I've learned that probably a lot of freshmen don't really know is random clubs don't really matter unless you are a leader for them. For example, if you're freshman year, like joining six different clubs is like great. You meet new people. But if colleges see that like throughout your four years in high school, you've been a part of 12 clubs, but you haven't stuck with one of them or, you know, you're just kind of like bopping around to different things. They're going to be like, mm, okay. She was in, she was in a club, but like 12 different clubs. Really? Try if you can to do maybe like two fun clubs and maybe you join for fun and you're going to just in the club And you can, like, change them up each year. And then try to do, like, one or two clubs. Definitely one, at the least, that you are committed to all four years. Try to get, like, a leadership position, whether that's being a head of, like, a section of the club or being, like, a president, a vice president, a, you know, a spot on, like, the board of the club. And... Again, doing it for all four years shows your commitment to the club. If you did any, 
like projects in the club or service projects or volunteering opportunities within your club or you created something in the club that you are a part of keep that in mind and write that down on your resume like I was in this club and in this club we did this we we did a fundraiser for this and I like led the fundraiser or we did this and I was like the head of the creative team for this project that we did or in this club we did these type of volunteer hours write that down because that is a big part as well again showing your commitment showing that you're not just you know sitting around in the club which maybe you are for one or two of them and that's fine but you want to maximize you know what you did you want to you want to be able to take credit for the effort that you put in Okay, the next thing, I I can't remember, like, the numbers that that I'm on for all these tips now. The next thing is do something outside of the box, and this is what a lot of people have said, is something that can set you apart for jobs or college applications, and by doing something outside of the box, I mean something that's usually outside of school, something that, you know, is not necessarily like offered by the school that like a lot of people are joining or doing for example like starting a podcast is something outside of the box that you can do maybe that's maybe it's starting like I don't know starting your own volunteer organization or starting your own business of some kind or starting your own camp, something outside of the box that you have stepped up, you've put in a lot of effort, and that's not really offered at your school, or something that, you know, you didn't just, like, sign up for, you, like, went in, and you created it, and it's something that's different than just a club or, like, a sports team. Not to say that those things are bad, but something that is, again, outside of the box it's different that's normal that can set you apart from all the other people that are doing sports and clubs does that make sense okay now we're really getting into the college part of this the first thing you want to do you want to start making a resume freshman year you want to put down on this resume everything that you've done and the dates that you've done it this can also really help you keep track you know it it can you're if you get awards or clubs you participate in or volunteering opportunities or you know different things can add up but you know you get the award you put it in a box somewhere you forget about it and then time comes to like fill out applications for different things maybe like a job application or applications for college and you're like oh shoot like I know I got a ton of awards but I don't know what the name is or I did all this stuff but I I can't remember exactly when or like I for you can forget something that you did that's really important you want to put as much stuff on there as you possibly can so as you're going throughout high school just start a freshman year if you're a freshman or if you're a sophomore now like do it now start a google doc with your name the classes you've taken your gpa phone number your email address and start doing different categories volunteer 
opportunities or accomplishments. List them out. List the dates that you did them. Awards or or certificates. Any, like, if you're in National Honor Society, you can add that. Clubs. You can add job experience. If you have job experience or internship experience, you can put that there. You can put sports stuff down there you can put the academic classes that you've taken if you've taken ap or honors classes put that down it's a big accomplishment stuff like that can help you keep track of what you've been doing kind of see where the gaps are have you not been doing enough volunteer hours or you know do you need to maybe look for more clubs or things like that it can help you see the gaps and help you see where you need to improve for the next couple of years It's overall just a great idea and it helps you a lot in the college application process because you're not scrambling to remember everything that you've done over the past four years, which is probably a lot. The next thing is to start making a college list early. There are so many colleges out there. If you're interested in colleges, it's really a daunting process. Let's be honest. So start making that list early. Start making it end of sophomore year, beginning of junior year, even if you're not really required to meet with a counselor or you're not able to meet with a college counselor just yet. You can do research on your own. Check out which colleges you're interested in. Check out the colleges that are near you. Make a Google Doc list, a pro and con list. Pro and cons, they seem so simple, but they're so helpful. List out what you like, what you don't like about several different schools. And you can begin to see like, oh, maybe I really thought I wanted to go to a huge school. But actually, now that I'm looking at the website, I'm not really interested in this. All the colleges have websites, and if you just search around, you can find info about their housing, about their dining, about their academic programs, about sororities and fraternities. You can find out about the sports and different, like, club opportunities or internships or, you know, you can find, like, do they have a really good medical program or do they have a really good computer science program or do they have a really good journalism program can find a lot about the schools on the internet that's what their website is for right to to show people what they have to offer so highly recommend going through and looking at all the different schools on the website first because You might be thinking like, oh my gosh, these are like my top 10 schools, definitely. And then you start researching and you're like, they don't even have what I really want to major in. Like, maybe I don't really want to go here anymore. And that way you don't have to waste time taking a tour. You don't have to waste time flying to wherever this is or driving. And you end up finding that they don't have your major or that actually, this is not the best college for my major or, you know, this is this is not what I'm looking for. You have to do your research and do your research early. So once you do your research and create kind of like a temporary college list of schools that like you'll probably get into, you can look up their acceptance rates. So that's available online, right? You look up some target schools, schools that are really pretty likely that you'll get into. Those are the likely schools, excuse me. Then the target schools are schools that you 
you want to get into. They're a target for you. And then we have the reach schools, schools that you're like, I really want to apply here. And it might be like a little bit of a reach uh, to see if you get in or not. But why not? We just apply. Start making that list. And then from that list, you can be like, okay, here are the 10 or here are the 12 or here are the seven colleges that I really want to go visit. I want to learn a lot more about because these are the ones that I'm seriously considering. Then from there, you can be like, okay, mom, dad, whatever. I want to go visit these places. And then you're not wasting your time visiting colleges that you're not really interested in. Does that make sense? But it requires planning, right? Like, People are planning for their spring and summer vacation in in the winter of the year previous. So, if you're planning to take trips, you got to plan that out, right? In advance. Okay. I covered that. Research your schools before visiting and start visiting early. That is an important thing. We just talked about that. Okay, and then the last thing is academics obviously there's a lot to college and a lot to jobs but you need strong academics to apply for both of those opportunities and you obviously start taking academic classes freshman year but a lot of people don't know that you should take as many academic classes as you can be or mostly academic classes because it will benefit you in the long run. For example, there's an option at my school to take like a study hall and take an art class, which is really like pretty non-academic or and not do science. I know a lot of people that are frustrated because they didn't know freshman year that they were skipping out on science by just by taking study hall and an art class and now it like messed them up for their ability to take science take as many science classes as they wanted to because there wasn't enough time to fit it in the schedule in the in the coming years so you need to freshman year talk to counselors talk to people what what is my path looking like for the four years and that might seem like really well you're getting ahead of yourself but if you like choose to take not as many academic classes freshman year because you're like I want to ease into it you know this is gonna be like light and easy year which usually freshman years is not too bad academics wise it it has an impact like the classes that you take impact the classes that you're eligible to take for the next year so if you're really into science like make sure you take a science freshman year or if you're really into history and your school offers history freshman year and you want to be able to take all four history levels that your school offers like take the history class freshman year you have to look ahead because when you get to junior and senior year you're like oh shoot I really wanted to take that class and it might have benefited me for the major that I am looking at but I don't have time in my schedule because I have all these other requirements because I didn't end up taking this class you know freshman or sophomore year that's a bummer so you have to really research and look at your four-year plan and try to take mostly academic classes taking a study hall is not bad taking like dance or art isn't bad or choir or whatever you do for art isn't bad but try to take your academic classes get those classes done and out of the way 
and they will usually really benefit you. And then, like, junior and senior year, you can take other electives. Okay, and then also make sure to meet with your college counselors and see again with classes, especially at the end of sophomore year when there's a lot more AP and honors classes available to take junior and senior year. You want to be talking to college counselors because colleges are obviously looking at classes that you're taking in high school. Are you t- challenging yourself and taking those APs and honors courses? Are you saying, you know, at just like the normal level courses, which are okay, but it just depends. Like if you want to get into Harvard, maybe you need to, you need to take some APs, you know? Like obviously everybody has their own path. And each of the different, like, paths are great. It's just, if you're, you know, looking at a certain path, you need to plan for that path and, like, set up for success for that specific path. And each of them looks different. So, again, if you're getting into Harvard, if you're, you know, planning on applying to Harvard, you really want to get into Harvard, your plan's going to look a lot different as far as the classes that you want to take junior and senior year of high school than someone who is just fine, you know, going to, like, a junior college, which both are great options. Like, go you for getting into Harvard and, like, amazing for you for getting into a junior college, right? Like, both are great opportunities, but they're really different in what classes you need to take if those are your goals, you know? So, meet with your college counselor and see, do I need to be taking AB classes or am I really interested in being in STEM in college, like, if I'm applying to an engineering program at a really, like, competitive engineering program college, they're gonna like to see that I maybe, like, doubled up on science junior and senior year versus if you're interested in, like, English and you're like, I have nothing to do with math or I don't want to have anything to do with math in college, then it might benefit you to do more like humanities focused classes or electives in high school. You know, you have to like, it can be scary to look forward to college, but it also can really help you. And I think a lot of people don't know that when they are deciding their junior and senior year classes, even, you know, because you're at the end of your sophomore year, and you're, you know, just trying to pick the classes for the next year, but the classes that you take junior and senior year can really have an impact on your college admissions. So that is my advice for prepping for college and prepping for job applications and things that I would recommend in high school, things that I wish I knew in high school so that I could be more prepared for college applications and kind of get a head start I know it can be really, really, really a really daunting process and it can be really stressful to think about like all of the elements of job applications or college applications and high school and on top of all the work and stuff you have to do right now. It can it can be overwhelming. I get that. But these tips can also really help you in the long run. And that is why I'm sharing them, because I had to do my research and I had to talk to college counselors myself and I had to, you know, find, I found out about this stuff and these processes myself so that I can help another person so that they don't have to like go searching 
and they can just, you know, get these tips from me and start early and be able to be successful because of that, that makes me really happy that, you know, I helped someone. So I hope this was interesting for you and not too stressful if you're currently in high school or you're going into high school. I wish you the best of luck if you are in the college admissions process right now. Good luck. And you're doing great in school if you're in high school right now. Keep going. It's really stressful, but it's also a lot of fun. So have fun. And again, I hope this was helpful. I said this wasn't going to be an hour or even 30 minute episode. I'm looking at my thing and it's 27 minutes. So I'm going to cut myself off here. And I hope this wasn't too long. Anyways, please make sure to subscribe, share, rate, review all of the things. Follow us over on Instagram. And I will talk to you in the next episode. I was going to say next week. In every other week. I don't know how to say this. It's, it's not in two weeks, but you get it. Okay. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.